Welcome to One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Every week, we talk about film. Sometimes films I like. There's a flip side to that coin. What if you do got me boxed in and I gotta put you down? And sometimes films I like. Films that inspire creativity. Give my creation! Films that inspire hope. I'm gonna see the world. Italy, Greece, the Parthenon, the Colosseum, and then I'm gonna build things. Films that take you to a place you never knew existed. I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Sometimes films that are just entertaining. Oh yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. We hope that when you listen to us, you walk away with a new idea, a new perspective, or at least you have a good time. getting close it is it's getting super close the frothy the frothies <laughs> i was gonna say the oscars yeah. but i meant the well, frothies they, they have those as well but they're not yeah. important who even watches those anyways nobody uh, i can think of will smith probably so next week we are hoping to get <laughs> i missed it until you gave me that look and then it, yeah i retroactively okay. got yeah what you said right uh so next week, yeah. So I'm excited. You're excited. Uh, yeah. Uh, tonight we have two films nominated for Oscars, uh, a couple of acting nominations, I believe. I, I'll yeah. be honest. I don't know what Wakanda Forever is nominated for. Uh, I'm not sure either. <laughs> and that's the movie I'm covering, so I should probably know this. <laughs> no, I think it's an acting nomination for the the lady. Uh, uh what oh i know who you mean yeah uh uh letitia wright yeah, yeah. i believe she's act and uh, oh, no no no, no, no. It's, it's yeah it's, it's not it's angela bassett yes she uh, is romanda she, she won she... the golden globe so i think that's who's nominated right, right. yep who cares <laughs> an error there on my part uh, and... she was not nominated for frothy so better luck next year angela yeah. good luck uh my film, The Whale, yes. is also nominated for an acting academy for Brendan Fraser. Yes, the sympathetic vote this year, I think. No. No? You are wrong on that. It is a fierce performance. It is really, really good. Oh, my gosh. That eye roll. I. You know what? <laughs> Normally, I would say, listeners, you can't see him eye roll, but they could hear that eye roll. <laughs> uh, well, you're going to have to tell us all about it. Tell me all about it, because I have not seen it. Have you seen Wakanda? No, and I don't give a <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for that editing, uh, um, well, Would you like deal. to hear about it? I do. I do want to hear about it, and I just, uh, I'll tell you right now. I don't want to see any more marvel movies and i've done a really really good job of not seeing marvel stuff that's come out uh and yeah. i'm really grateful that this movie well was... you're quite a uh, movie podcaster then <laughs> you ignore a whole genre which is hilarious yeah. 
from our earlier conversation about the Oscar nominees. <laughs> yes, well, Kevin may um, have seen a few more than I have. I like am most of them. I am interested in Wakanda Forever. Your review. Yes. Um, yes. Do you do you want to go first? Sure. Well, let's hear it then, pops. Uh, I can give you an old man rundown. I want to hear it. Yeah, I want to okay. hear it. Wakanda's back, but is it better than ever? The Black Panther's dead, the nation mourns, and there's a new superpower on the block. They can breathe on land or sea. They can leap tall buildings with a single <laughs> bound. They're faster than a speeding... Oh, wait. Wrong movie. Uh. <laughs> They're bad news, and they want to conquer Wakanda forever. I see what I did there. I did. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, uh, it it it, uh, it feels like a sequel that didn't need to be made mm. to me. It's okay. It's got uh, it's shiny. It's got lots of uh, cool things in it. But the first one was really good, and uh, this one is just. I think. I guess the best way to describe this is that it's okay for a sequel. Well, that's not exactly high praise. It's another Marvel movie, yeah. Which means it's shiny, it's well produced, it's oily, it's functional, it's slides right in with the story. It's got good things about it. It's a good movie, and it's also just (laughs) right. Yeah, the 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 the. The material they find, of course, is vibranium, and that's what uh, uh, that's what runs Wakanda. All the stuff in Wakanda, and then and then they discover it. They won't believe this, Kevin. They've s- discovered it <laughs> at the bottom of the ocean, and another group has it. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, and they're going to uh, they want to destroy the the human world, and they want Wakanda to join them. And when they won't, bad things happen. Bad things happen, Kevin. <laughs> Until it all works out. Oh, phew. Have they thought about mining the little gold brain in the whales? They would if they could. <laughs> if they knew about them. <laughs> but they've got little <laughs> flappy wings on their feet. The, the main guy does anyway. In this movie? Yeah. What does that mean, Ducky? <laughs> He's got little flappy wings that help that makes it so that he can fly <laughs> and and he can breathe underwater and well he's better than Superman. Oh you I, Oh you said I you said never wait never mind, wait, wrong movie. I thought you were talking about Superman, but you were being serious. Well I, I was being semi serious. Who is not- this bad guy? Did you write down his name? Well, of course I did. It's not Michael B. Jordan. No. It's uh, Tenak Huerta, who plays Namor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, I I had fun going to the movie. I, you I saw it always, in theaters. I saw it in the theaters. It's on and, streaming now, right? Uh, I think maybe it is. Yeah. It, uh, it was flashy. The... It just, you know, it just didn't make as. <laughs> that sounds funny, but from the the ice horse guy, but 
it just didn't make as much sense as the the first uh, Wakanda movie. The big like for me, if I'm if if I'm just rolling just along do with it, yeah. this, uh, the big like for me is kind of something that's a little secondary to the movie, and that is that they 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 have a nice little nod to uh, Chadwick Boseman in uh, the opening of the movie, where they have him. Uh, you know when when uh, when Stan Lee died, and they had those things on there, kind of a tribute to him mm-hmm. in the very. You know when they first do the Marvel. The Marvel, yeah. Yeah, what is that? The logo, I think. They they do a really nice tribute to uh, Chadwick Boseman. It, it's it, that part is really well done, in the true sense of the word. Uh, it's pretty neat, and then the movie is of course dedicated to him. Uh, I some of the main characters still do a great job. Uh, yeah, that includes uh, Letitia Wright, of course, and uh, Lupita. Nyong'o. Yeah. They are they are really really good in it. Uh they're just great actresses. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh the bad guy in is Tenak Huerta. May, we may have already mentioned that, but uh so it, it it's it's fun all the clever little things that happen. The story as far as uh dislikes the story just it isn't as good as the first story. It's not as fresh. It's harder to follow. Actually, kind of goes all over the place. In my mind, I know I know how this sounds, and it will bring some mocking now from my family and friends, <laughs> of course. But it's less believable than oh. the first one. <laughs> it's not an ice horse, but there. Oh well, my there are just gosh. too many things to mention. <laughs> classic dougie yeah that's me and so i had a good time uh yeah i guess the highest praise i can give to the movie is that it's okay <laughs> i'm gonna stop recording right now and go out and see it after you bet. that review pops. i know i know the the uh studio is paying me to put on these promotions <laughs> I haven't seen any checks yet, but the, I'm sure they are. The when they when they come out with the third one or whatever, it's gonna be like the or when they when they come out with like the DVD, it'll be like <laughs> you know how critics rave. One yeah. guru over the podcast said the highest praise I can give it is okay. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. Oh, Love to be quoted sometimes. Right. Well, it didn't suck. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, was expecting it to be garbage. Yeah. And it was okay. <laughs> Would you like me to rate this movie? Yeah, why don't you rate it? All right. I'm going to rate Wakanda forever. Only the most broken people.
Item. Kuya. Nice. So now, I have to say that Wakanda Forever did seem to go on forever. <laughs> and it need, it, it ended with a nice, neat little ending so that they can make a third one. Always. Yep. Looking forward to that. You can't see my head shaking, but that's okay. Uh, I am going to rate this as an okay movie. It's okay. It's a, it's a three. <laughs> oh, wow. That seems a little high at the moment, but... <laughs> I, I would say it's three for the 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 technology and stuff that's in there. That's is kind of cool. So I'm going to give it a three, Kevin. It's great. Good for you. I'm proud of you for giving it a three. It sounds like you gave. It sounds like you thought about it a three. I did. That's good. Yeah. Cool. So I'll bet you watched a movie to go with this one. <laughs> I did. Uh, Tell us about I the whale. The whale. Uh, I've been looking forward to this movie for a while. I've been hearing the buzz for a long time, like a year or more, about this great Brendan Fraser movie. Brendan uh, Fraser's comeback tour, right? Yeah, his uh, the the Fraser Sons. Uh, <laughs> I get it. Renaissance. Yeah, Brendan Fraser hasn't done a. T- I mean, he's been working, but nothing huge, nothing mainstream, nothing like real big like you know when he in the 90s he was huge and i don't mean that <laughs> <laughs> if that's in the sense where the, of a whale. the whale comes from right no you're so you're so <laughs> close-minded about this movie because it's called the whale and brendan fraser is a very large obese man uh How's the movie open? Uh, he's teaching in a classroom. Uh, he's huh. giving a Zoom. He's a he's a professor at a college, and he is giving students feedback on essays they wrote. Uh, he's a good professor. He's very interesting, or he's very smart. Um, and now, just let's put all of our cards on the table. You did not want to see this movie because you don't like it when uh, obese people are the butt of jokes. That That's correct. Um, or made fun of. Right. This movie is far from it. It's not it, – first of all, it's based on a play. Um, and second of all, the whale is – the whale is actually referencing the whale from Moby Dick. The great, the great white whale. White whale. Yeah. Uh, the the thing you're longing for, the thing you spend your life trying to achieve. Um, in this case, it's a relationship with his daughter. It's a sad, sad movie. Um, and Brendan Fraser is amazing in it. And yes, I get it. There is often kind of a what a stigma, stigma, stigma for actors who do huge transitions for roles, whether that's gaining a lot of weight or losing tons of weight, real big physical transformations in their roles, they almost always get a lot of praise. Um, right. But that's did, not... Did, is that what he did for this role? 
Um, he was. Uh, no, this is a, this is a lot of prosthetics. Okay. Um. He's a, he's in his fifties now. I think he's a he's a bigger guy than he was. He's he doesn't look like. Uh, he doesn't look like George of the Jungle anymore. Right. You know, but uh, right. You know, neither does Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe doesn't look like Gladiator, and nobody no. gives him a hard time. So, right. like, it's not really right. fair to Brendan Fraser. Like, um, that being said, he's really good in this movie. It's very sad. It's a sad, sad movie um, about trauma and loss and grief and uh, addiction. Um, it's it's really, really good. Like, yeah. you you said, oh, the sympathy vote earlier in the sh- in the in the yeah but i've actually heard that that's not true it's not true he's very good the movie overall is it's missing something for me i think darren aronofsky has a real edge to most of his movies some of which turns me off like mother uh or i haven't seen pie but requiem for a dream even noah or the wrestler they or Black Swan, they all have a really tough edge. But because he didn't write this, because he adapted mm. it off of a play, and the playwright helped him write the movie, it's lacking a bit of bite, Yeah, which I was expecting. Um, there's a daughter in there who's, again, estranged. Um, Charlie is Brennan Fraser's character, and he's gay. And he left his marriage and his daughter when the daughter was eight uh, to be true to himself. And she never quite forgave him. And The he, daughter. The daughter. And rightfully so. Charlie is not the hero of this story. He's not necessarily a good guy. Um, but that's one of the things that I like about it is, like, it's just real people. Like, they're just... There's a nurse in there who's really tremendous. Uh, I can't remember her name. Lucy is her character name. Um, I remember you mentioning her as being really good. Yeah, she's really good. Um, there's just a lot of... Uh, I think in my text review I said, this character creates empathy and not sympathy. Like, you don't feel bad for this guy in, like, a pity, oh, this poor, this poor dude. You like really get to know him and like feel bad for him, like feel bad for the position he's put him in, not just like it sucks to be that guy kind of thing. Yeah, you know? right. Um, there's some, there's a lot of religious elements in this which you would not like, um, but I found very interesting. It's kind of a Seventh Day Adventist slash Mormon missionary who comes to the house who uh plays a role there's some twists and turns um anyways it's it's a well-written script it's an interesting story it's really sad and the acting's the acting is really good the daughter i'd say is almost over the top except just recently i've heard my nine-year-old scream <laughs> and so I'm like, oh no, I've seen that. <laughs> um, so, uh, so there. How, how old is the daughter? In the, the daughter movie? is seventeen, sixteen or seventeen oh. now. Um, anyways, the the main character Charlie is is realizing he's dying and he's trying to 
right all of the wrongs of his life and fix everything and be the person he wanted to be in the last few days or what he at least thinks is going to be the last few days right. of his life. So it's really just, it's, it's powerful. It's just sad is what it really is. Uh, it's a really good story. I don't know if it's a good movie necessarily. Hmm. Um, I liked it a lot. I'm going to give it a three and a half because it was missing something like you can't have these amazing performances on nothing. (laughs) And it kind of felt like at the end, it was just like, Oh, that that's really what it was. Like, I don't know. I felt like it probably would make a better play. Um, but, but yeah. So, um, there's just a few more things and we don't do spoilers in these short episodes. So if you're really interested in kind of why I'm giving it a three and a half, you could email and I'd be happy to give you the rest of my thoughts. But uh, yeah, missing some bite, missing some edge that I was expecting, but overall, very interesting story. Really? uh, What, what do they call? What do you, when it makes you think contemplative? Yeah. Contemplative. It's, it's a good it's a, it's an interesting story to watch and and kind of apply your own life because yeah. like while you may not be suffering from the same problems that Charlie is you have issues like Charlie does sure whatever whatever yours look like so it's kind of interesting to put yourself in his shoes or vice versa it's a it's good it's it's worth a watch uh i don't think you would like it I don't think you would hate it if you watched it. Like, I know you did not want to watch it because you thought A or B about it, but right. you were wrong. But I don't think that you'd necessarily like it anyways, yeah. if that makes any sense. That that does make sense. I'm I'm less into movies that make me feel sad. <laughs> it yeah, it yeah. That's, well, this one does kind of make you feel sad. I think I think I also did not have this emotional reaction that everyone else saw it did. Everyone I saw is like, oh, I cried through the whole thing. And I'm just like, hmm. I did not cry through the whole thing. Did you cry at all? No, not at one time. And I think maybe I was maybe missing that, you know? Because like, I do cry at movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it's a I, mark of a good movie yeah, sometimes. I cry at Coco every time. I've seen it like six times. So. Yeah. uh but yeah so that's it for me and the whale and yeah what else you got pops anything for tonight i don't have anything for tonight all right well then maybe we'll see you next week yes we will One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is created and hosted by Kevin and Doug Zade. Follow our social media on Twitter at One Brew Over for Kevin and at The Old Man and Da Brew for Doug. Keep up with the podcast on Instagram at One Brew Over. Email your feedback to onebrewover at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoy the show, leave a review and tell a friend. Sound bites and trailers for films are taken from YouTube and do not belong to this podcast. 
All original music is written and recorded by Kevin Zaid. For archival episodes and more, go to www.onebrewover.com. And thanks for listening to One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest.